Welcome to the Religiously Offensive Podcast. How you like this? A ring Is it good? It's pretty good. Yeah, man. Does it make you want to talk? Just about anything? <laughs> kind of. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. Calling in Justine. Hey, what's up, man? What's up, man? Officially, uh, officially on the pod. Stanky. How are can you hear us? We're rolling, yeah. Yeah, I can hear you guys. How does my audio sound? It sounds, sounds like, like you're, you're on, on the phone. On a phone. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I'm, I am technically using a Bluetooth like thing, but maybe that also crashed. I don't know. Yeah. Is it possible to hold it up to your? Uh, yeah, it's probably paying the butt to do that. Are you using AirPods? No, I, can, I mean here. Uh, no, I'm using like my normal Bluetooth one that I, that I use. Uh, I can try to switch over to just the phone and see if that's any different. Yeah, if it is, we can try. We can try it. Just see if it's. Thank you, hello, hello. Is this any better? A little bit. It's a little really? better. A little bit. Fascinating. It it's not really noticeable though. Yeah, you saying. can switch back. Fine. <laughs> okay, sweet. I hear, I hear zero difference. I, uh, well, I I noticed because I noticed the nuance. So. All right. Well, what's good, my people? What's up? Oh, dude? you know, we got a. So we've got my buddy um, for everybody. Uh, this is Scotty Tabuso. Hello, Tabuso. Yes. Oh, sorry, it's okay. So uh, Scotty and I are friends. We go to the same church, um, and uh, we play on stage together. We so do. He's a yeah. drummer, and I'll play like bass or whatever, and we just we have fun playing yeah. worship band. So Sick. yeah. Um, so he was he. Uh, out of the kindness of his heart came in, uh, because I, I know Luke and a lot of other guys aren't here today. So, um, wanted to thank him for being here. Thanks Justin for calling in. I imagine it's just, I, I creatively imagine that you're on the beach wearing a sombrero, drinking a margarita right now. <laughs> <laughs> I and, wish that's where it came from, but okay. The, you kept the sombrero on, that. right though? Oh uh, yeah. What do you, <laughs> you didn't hear me. Uh, what, what did you say? No, I was uh, another year or two because I actually have decent uh, service down here in internet, but probably another couple of years and then you can actually like do something like that. Do a little video call in. Why not? That'd be fun. That's we, can all, we can all just do an episode from Mexico. That's yeah, better. Just take the whole squad down and yep. we'll just, yeah, remote it. Yeah, do a little you know portable setup. That'd be kind of cool. Be so sick. Something funny about like that I've noticed just, I don't know if it's just all places down here, but. Their light switches are horizontal, which makes no sense. And then their outlets are like the opposite. Hmm. The opposite. Switch them. Like up and down? Like direction. Oh, you mean like the ground plug is on top? The third prong yeah, is like, on top? So, like if you're, if you're plugging in like your laptop charger, like the big block, like instead of it sitting up and down, it literally is like a sandwich, like sideways into the wall. Oh, so everything's sideways. <laughs> yeah, the, they, it's like they just took the light switches and were like, we're just going to switch these and like flip them and the outlet. We're just going to turn everything to the side for no reason. It's just 
completely not practical. It's like it's like when when China like blatantly copies a design that, that someone else has, and they're just like, it's not the same. Yeah, like Doctor yeah. Thunder, <laughs> Doctor Pepper, Doctor Thunder. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, yeah. So, uh, just wanted to real quick maybe start with uh, Scotty's story. Uh, Scotty, I guess we all kind of went around initially in some of our beginning stuff uh, and just talked about, you know, where we stand as far as belief in God and all that stuff. So I guess you could start with that and then just maybe tell us a little bit about how you, I guess, found the church and your story related to that real quick. Yeah, man. So pretty much I'm Scott, uh, 28 years old, uh, firm believer of Christ. Uh, it was probably like, I, I, I mean, I got saved like back in the day, like, 2007, you know, and, uh, long story short, I had a buddy of mine that passed away and then from him passing away, it led me to like learning more about like Christ and like what's after this. So I started doing that and I got myself involved in, um, church and, uh, in the band and then ended up getting saved. Uh, yeah, pretty much that's. My so is your short. family already going to church and stuff? Or? So my mom was going to church for a little bit when she first moved to uh, Florida. And um, so she was going to church. Where's she originally from? Well, originally from, she's from the Philippines. Okay. She moved to California. Calif- so from California, she moved here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. In 2001. Yeah. So this is all stuff I think you've told me, but yeah, for everyone listening, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So my mom was going to church. I was it. My friend passed away. I was like done. Like I like I gave up and and uh eventually my mom was like, Hey, how about you just come to church with me? I ended up going and then I just started going to church, you know, twice a week and then I picked up picked up Christ. <laughs> yeah. You know? Picked him up. It's yeah. the road. Yeah. Um cool. And then you just kinda got involved in the band, that kinda drew you in and Yeah, yeah. So uh I just started banging on like washing machines and my mom was kind of like, I'm going to buy him some drumsticks and, and a drum pad. And then I just started playing drums and yeah. And what was that? Like two years ago? <laughs> no, man, it was longer than that. I'm probably like 12, 13 years. All right. Since we're friends, I'm going to give you some shit. It's okay. It's I'm fine. all about it. Dude. <laughs> I'm um, about it. Nice. Nice. Well, again, glad you could join us. Yeah, man. Thanks um, for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess today we're going to, we're going to dive in here. Um, we're going to talk about QAnon and conspiracy theories and just kind of anything that falls into that boat. Right. Um, and the reason we're talking about it on this podcast is really because I I think that people in the church, um, are fairly susceptible to, to these kinds of conspiracy theories. Um, for some reason, I, I don't know why, um, I guess it, you know, a lot of it related to QAnon is, is just, uh, kind of related to the whole political thing where you have Trump, you know, versus everyone or versus everyone, on the democratic <laughs> side and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, just all like, you know, it's, people are like kind of pushing that Trump's fighting a lot of these QAnon people and all this, this hero story that the church just buys into. Um, and I, you know, as far as just kind of a definition, Justin, did you look up anything as far as like a, just a definition? Because I have some other yeah. stuff I was going to talk about specific conspiracies related to it, but um, just maybe you can kick us off there. Yeah. So for the most part, um, QAnon 
kind of started as like kind of political, like activist type group where, you know, you had, you had certain people kind of accusing certain prominent, like it was pr- primarily like a right, far right wing. You had a, a lot of people accusing like certain democratic politicians or certain like uh, democratic financiers, kind of like the George Soros of the world, whatever. And just basically saying they're part of this kind of satanic cabal that was essentially like involved in primarily um, a lot of like human trafficking, especially with children. And then there was a cannibalistic element where, you know, they believed that I don't know if you've ever seen like the, uh, uh, do you remember that something Grove? It was like this, like Alex Jones video that came out where it was like, he like snuck into this thing and had the video of all these guys wearing those weird, like bird hats. And like, they were doing all kind of weird sex stuff right stage like and everyone's watching or whatever so I mean, yeah, believe what you want about all that stuff but it kind of ties into this element of like and then that's where we got the whole thing about like i mean it probably wasn't super popular but the whole thing of drinking like the blood of children and things like that to try to live longer or whatever so it's kind of has like almost like an illuminati vibe where it's, but it's a little more like geared around like you know children and obviously which is just so in the but, other the other part of the, like cause how this all started I think is um, was 4chan right so 4chan for anyone who doesn't know is like um, a completely anonymous forum website um, and so you know the Q just stands really QAnon really just came from the the I guess the username had his username Q and then it's anonymous so it was like Q anon and that's the kind of where it came from. And really, yeah, that actually does make sense. Yeah, yeah. And so, really, what uh, what you could look at it as is like this guy was like the like greatest troll ever. <laughs> he was, I mean, because you know he, he kind of like came out with all this these the stuff, these like bogus kind of stories, and they just kind of like grew and blew up, right? Um, and what's dangerous about this is, and you know, I know that like Rogan talks about this stuff is that the thing that makes conspiracy theories so dangerous is that some of them are true. I mean, you know, so like they bring up the whole, um, I think it was in Cuba, they were going to like uh, bring down a whole 747 that wasn't full of people, but claim it was full of people and blame it on someone, right? So that actually was a thing, like they were going to do that. And that, mm-hmm. you know, was a conspiracy that ended up being true. Right. So because you have these ones that are true, then people are like, well, what else could be true? You know, and so you have all, you're just smirking because you're just like, this is, yeah, it's scary. <laughs> but then it's also, you get into these crazy stories, right? Where it's just like, oh, there's no way, right? Um, and here I had, so there was like this, I think it was a paper just kind of studying this whole phenomenon um, by isdglobal.org. It's called QAnon and Conspiracy Beliefs. It's just, it's interesting because you get to these things that, that, we're actually, I mean, this is just a handful of the things that were, were talked about. Um, so the first one was a Democratic, Democratic primary was rigged to keep Bernie Sanders from winning. Now, that's probably the most believable one out of any of these. Um, because it's like, they definitely did. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Justin, what do you think? Yeah, they did not want that old man. No, I, I mean... We need the other old man in charge. Yeah, well, it's well because the other old man was willing to be a pawn, right? I guess that was kind of the idea, right? Okay, and hey, just so you know, any of these, we're just kind of, we're absolutely trolling here. We're not saying that (laughs) we 100% believe all of these or any of these. Um, 
it's just it's hilarious to talk about uh, i think and you know we can get into like the church and stuff like that in in, a little bit but um you know that so that's one of them which you know i mean a lot of people do believe that they they said that it was like 35 percent of the people well, actually, let's go to the other graph because this one, that one's like just people that didn't even know what QAnon was and they just heard these things and said they believed they believed them. So this is the percent of people saying each conspiracy theory is probably or definitely true, saying they had heard conspiracy before taking the survey. So that one was Bernie Sanders. 20% of the people think that's true. The government's trying to cover up the link between vaccines and autism. That's um, 11% of the people think that's true. Um yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff out about all that. That's pretty controversial. Um, but uh, global network of tortures and sexually abuses, wait, that tortures and sexually abuses children in satanic rituals. 12% of the people believe that, uh, who were, brought, <laughs> who were uh, brought this up. Uh, vaccinations with tracking chips will later be activated by 5G cellular networks. It's 11%. Trump is secretly preparing a mass arrest of government officials and celebrities. That's 6% of the people believe that. Uh, the, <clears throat> the Mueller report was actually investigating a child sex trafficking network. That's 5% of the people believe that. The coronavirus is a hoax. 9% of the people believe that. That's unbelievable. Um, <laughs> um, celebrities harvest androchrome from children's bodies. Uh, that's 6%. So 6%, so 6 out of 100 people that you see on the street believe that celebrities harvest adrenochrome from children's bodies. Just so you know, every 100 people, there's 6 of them. I mean, wow. <laughs> it's, it, wow. and it's, it's an effort to look younger, right? It's the whole like thing where they, you know, that celebrities drink kids' blood or whatever, right? Yeah. They talk about that. I mean, <clears throat> that's unreal. Like the fact that there's so many people that buy into this stuff. Um, you know, and, and I, I don't know. I, how does that hit you, Jess? Uh, well, like you said, I think the danger with it is that like, you know, you look at like some statistics that show like, like just the, even the approval rating for like Congress to most Americans, like they've got like, I don't even know what it is now, but it's in the toilet. Like, it's like, there's just this element of pe- like, there's this element for people where, they're clearly just not happy with the way things are going. And then you have other things that happen where like, well, uh, I don't know, maybe it's a simple question like this. Like some people, you probably figure out, you know, what percentage of people believe that the government never lies to us and everything they do is genuinely for like our benefit. And then how many people think that the government is like just as shady as any other organization when people get in charge of with a lot of power and it's ultimately, you know, just becomes a, Game of Thrones, you know, I think about something like with coronavirus, even the whole element of like, and obviously the Chinese government is on a whole nother level, obviously, but like where they're out here still telling the world, like, no, it came from like that bat in the wet market. And everyone else is just like, bruh, like you were literally doing these tests in that area. We're not buying it anymore. Kind of thing. You know, there was probably, you know, it was probably that one guy that was like, hadn't heard that the whole lab leak theory became legit and he's still trying to like push it. You know, it's just like, no, it was a bat. And everyone else in the room is like, all right, does someone want to tell him? <laughs> Dude, because we got, we got like our leaders in America still like being like, well, we, we're not sure. Like, we, we don't know. And it's like, for something that's this big that shut down the entire world, it's like, 
it's we important to figure out what happened. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, and it's just crazy to me that like China can come out and just be like, you're not allowed to investigate this unless oh, we're yeah. monitoring and talk about shady. So it's like on some level, you know, so people are like looking at this, just being like, this is absurd. And then, and then just like you said, then you're just like, well, what else are they lying to us about? And then, I mean, for me, half of the fun is just like, I don't know. It's like, it's kind of like, I was, you know, I'll dabble in the dark arts, go down this road every now and then. Like, this is kind of just like, it'd be kind of crazy if it really did happen. And then the dangerous thing is you get people with money who start making documentaries. Like, have you guys seen that Loose Change one about 9-11? No. Let I us have not. Let us in. It was on Netflix. It was on Netflix for a while, bro. I watched this documentary, and by the end of it, I'm like, I think those, I think those dudes really did enough. Like, <laughs> like, the government was really behind that. Like, that's sketchy. But you know, but it's like, funny. People say that about Flat Earth, too. Like, they can get into, if they literally watch no opposing opinion and then just go right. through the YouTube rabbit trail of all these videos that have all this, whatever, sketchy evidence against. They, they, they yeah. got, there's a whole Flat Earth convention every year. Like, I watched <laughs> the guy make a documentary on it because he was mostly trolling them. And he, like, went and acted like he was about it. But, like, <laughs> yeah. you listen to these people, and it's like, bro, there's a lot of them. Well, there's not a lot, but, I mean, they have a conference every year. And, like, I mean, they're invested. And I tell you what, like, I and it's, you know, think what you want about Bill Maher, but he was he was very strategic when he, you know, because he's always been against, you know, Christians and stuff. But it's just funny because, like, he would do these videos where he go interview Christians, and, like, they'd find the craziest Christians to interview. It would always oh, be, yeah. like, these ladies that would just be like, yeah, do you know Trump's coming in on a white horse and he's going to save us from it? It's in Revelation, blah, 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 blah. And, I mean, yeah, you're just like, yeah, yeah. are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I mean, what? I mean, they, they they literally found the most extreme people they could. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. like this. Li-. And, and there were people that are like, walk away from that, maybe never meet a Christian the rest of their life and just think that's how they all are. It's just insane. Right. It's insane. Um, but, yeah, and and, you know, it's... It, it's 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 crazy because as it relates to Christianity specifically, um, so I mean it, it talks about you know in the New Testament you know Jesus warning his followers to see that no one leads you astray. Paul urges people to let no one deceive you with empty words, let no one deceive you in any way. And John says, "Little children, let no one deceive you." So it's just like let no one deceive you. But it's so funny because if it's like coming from someone that's like on your team or in your tribe. It's just like, let the deceiving begin. I'm all ears. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, yeah. I just don't, I don't understand, but it, it is interesting because I mean, you've had people close to you, Justin, right? Believe in some of this stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, what, so like what, what purpose do we think this like, ha- like, so if we believe in this, like, what are we going to do? I mean, it's dangerous if not anything, right? Cause if, if you really think people are drinking kids blood, you're going to do whatever you can to stop. Like if you legitimately think that, right? right? Like, of course you would try to protect kids, but it's just like, I mean, what, how does it even get that far? I mean, it's just, it's, it's kind of like a social perversion. And I don't, I just don't know. Um, yeah, it's it's like a weird, it's like anything else. It's just like a weird club that people can belong to. Like I remember, you know, just in my own, you know, kind of personal journey and everything, like I'll, I'll, uh, you know, just talk with people about, yeah, I kind of just questioning everything, but it's like, I lo- I'm happy because I think that ultimately I believe that wrestling with these questions is going to lead me to a good place. And so 
Um, like I was even talking with my uncle about this the other day, and he had this. I forget who the quote's from, but it was just brilliant. And it, it was it's someone else, but he basically just said, like you know, when you start in certainty, you often end up in doubt. But if you start in doubt, you'll often end in certainty. Where it's just like that's a good one. It's just this weird thing where because I you know, and then I can remember other conversations I had with people, or actually with someone that we all know, um, and it was kind of this thing where you know I'm kind of questioning you know, my faith and religion and, you know, what everything means. And, and it's just, it's interesting because there's like, you'll, you can hear in like this just need for people to feel like they're on the right team kind of a thing. Yeah. And it's like, that was like the legit words. It's almost like, not that they're trying to like resave me, but it's almost like, Hey, this is like, this is helpful for me to help me realize like I'm on the right team. And I'm like, I don't think that's the point of all this. Like, I don't think it's like, like tribalism. I don't think God wanted it to end in tribalism where we just all like retreat to our corners and yell at each other. Like, well, people, I'm right, you're wrong. Yeah. No, well, people search for validation, you know, people yeah. who, so I think, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that people who like have a doubt in what they believe, they just search for other people that believe what they believe and it like makes them feel better. Because they never, you know, all these people are thinking, you know, it's, we always talk about the third, uh, secondhand faith, right? How people don't really go out and investigate for themselves, you know, what, what their faith is or what it means to them. They get it from other people like pastors or whatever they call their spiritual leaders or mentors. And then when it's tested, all they, they don't have anything to stand on. They just go and say, well, I mean, all these other people believe this too. I mean, that's kind of their argument, you know? So they just find their validation in things that really just, I mean, have no solid foundation. Um, yeah. and it's, it's funny cause like all this stuff, I mean, you know, and there are verses and, and things in here, this one article, uh, from Christianity today is it just quotes. And it's just like, you know, we do remember that QAnon we're in a battle with forces of spiritual darkness. Now, I mean, I don't, I don't like to get all super spiritual about again, like Satan behind every, every, you know, door kind of thing. But it's just, it's just kind of the deceitful spirits and teachings of demons that Paul warned Timothy about in the first century are just as prevalent today. And it's interesting, but I mean, it, it, you could relate it to like what's going on with this kind of stuff, like the stuff that people choose to believe because, um, but they don't see it as that, right? They see it as something that, um, you know, they need to like grab onto and they just need to like fight, you know? Um, yeah. you know, I was in, I was in a well, conversation. There's another element. Yeah, go ahead. yeah you know, I completely agree. There's like, and there's another element where, like, even when you go to look into these things, it's like we don't even know where to go anymore for real, unbiased, just information. You right. Know? Like, even when I was looking up, like, just, you know, a little bit of preparation for this. It's not profitable like you, to be unbiased, Justin. <laughs> yeah. When you type, like, anything into, like, Google, right, like, you can tell, like, all the results on the on the first page are like, like there's not anyone that's just trying to like, just give blanket like information about like, this is who they are. This is what they believe. It's literally everything is like, this is the debunked, you know, QAnon theory or whatever conspiracy you want to look at. Like, it's like, I think that's part of the issue is like half the people just look at that, like, and they consume just super biased information, regardless of, you know, whether or not, the actual truth is half the people just consume it and take it as gospel. And you have all these other people who go to look at it and they're just like, see, 
like they're just trying to brainwash us. They're not giving us information. They're just telling us what to believe da, 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 and not trusting us to make the decision for ourselves. So it's even like, you know, the news and the media like have no interest in just giving us raw information. It's like, there's always a slant one way or the other. And then the, the negative part is, and we've touched on this before, but it's like the crazy, the negative, it's just like, it's what, what's going to get us the views. So they got to get people like freaking out up in arms because they just need clicks and views to, you know, pay their bills. So it's like, you, you also have people who really do have what I would consider like an ethical responsibility as far as like reporters. to just actually like not bring your own bias into things and just genuinely just give information. Like we just don't really have that anymore. So it's like you have people that are essentially being weaponized by, you know, voices one way or the other. And it's, I mean, it's like anything in our culture now, it's like everything's become political because ultimately people just want power. And so, you know, we're left with just these like ridiculous conversations where again, like no one's willing to just, because my whole thing with conspiracies is just like, I don't really know that I really believe in anyone for sure. Like, it's like, I think they're interesting to talk about just because it's like, I mean, why not? But like people genuinely will get like worked up over this. You believe stuff. we landed on the moon, Justin? <laughs> I'm, I'm, see, here we go. I'm open. I'm open to all sides of the argument, but I don't know. I'm just saying it's a little sketchy. We haven't been back. <sighs> I think it's wild that we, they said that we landed on the moon at that time period. Like I, I'm not right. saying we did it, but I feel like we did it eventually. Again, I think Elon, I think Elon gave us the strongest argument you could ask for, and that's like Russia. Russia would have called us out on our bullshit if we didn't. Yeah, I mean they had all the reason to, right? I mean they have the ability to see the moon, like from their, you know, observe or telescopes or whatever, right? Mm. Um, they would have completely called us out. So anyway, that's kind of what I stand on. I mean, all the other shit aside, right? Um, yeah. And so let me ask you one more thing and then I'm going to ask just Gabby and, um, Gabby and Sky to give us their thoughts. But, uh, what do you think? Why do you think Christians are especially susceptible to these, these kinds of conspiracy theories? Uh, I think, it can go back to some stuff because a lot of these theories will kind of usher in kind of like also in times discussion where like, you know, there's whole like eschatology is literally just a study of end times. So we create these entire like fields where people can just try to like, and it's, you know, they'll say they're just studying it, but what you're really doing is you're trying to predict when it's going to go down. And right. like, which we talked where, about like, what is, what the hell's the point? Right. I mean, exactly. Like, the Bible is pretty clear. If you subscribe to that belief system, it says not even Jesus knows the hour that he's going to return. So it's like, there ain't no chance we're going to time this thing out. And then yeah. like, like when you read the scriptures, like kind of the way it outlines, you know, the signs of the end times, it's like wars, rumors of wars, like famine, pestilence. You're like, well, that crap happens all the time. Like, especially in our world now, like my, my thing more prevalent. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, and my thing is, and I was talking to someone this morning about this, you know, um, some people close to me and I, it's hard for me to understand, like how as a Christian, as a part of the church, as really a person, do you not understand that division is bad, right? This was a political conversation I happened to be having this morning, but 
Like how, how do you, how do you not understand? Like, so, so if this is, this can really be associated with nothing more than a rumor at this point, right? There's no hard evidence. You could claim they're covering it up, but whatever, right? There's no hard evidence. So, you know, because of that, like, why are we sitting here trying to fight it? Right. I mean, grabbing onto a rumor like that and running with it is completely the opposite of something that would be something that Christ would do. Right. And if you're, he's your example, then why are we, why are we grabbing on this thing? It's just going to create more division. And that was it. the thing with politics is like, some people just have these talking points um, that really are the people that are kind of like, you know, based on one side. And I'm sure you two experienced this too, or you have family members that just say things like that just regurgitated from stuff that they've heard, like in their media and stuff. Mm-hmm. But because, and I don't know if it's because we live in a bigger city, we're exposed to a bunch of different kinds of viewpoints, people from other countries, other religions, you know, things like that, where we're, you know, we're a little more like, you know, uh, we, we can understand people's perspective a little more. And then we go back and like, here are some of the things that people say that we grew up and you're just like, what? Like, you can't just say roll that. your eyes and move yeah. on. No, I know. Exactly. But like, you know, I happened to fight it and I was just like, you know, I was just talking to him. I was like, you know what? Like. Regardless of what you believe, if it's if it's opposite of what someone else believes, the, you know the goal is to come together and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. But I feel right. like that's not your goal. Your goal is to like prove that you're right and to win. And it's just like that's not productive. I mean, this isn't that's the yeah. whole reason we're doing this is because we want to start conversations. We want people to start yeah. to talk about this stuff and not just like hide away in their corners at their keyboards and just join all these groups that right. think like, think like they do. And so they can just continue to bitch online about everything, you know? Yeah. So, um, if for, for that reason alone, I would think that Christians would be, would be very resistant to this kind of thing. But well, for I mean, some reason, the this. church, like they're so grabbed on the politics and they just love latching onto this division idea. Yeah. I mean, the human nature of like that argumentative type stuff for sure. I mean, that's why, like, you want to get into the more spiritual kind of jargon, it would be, like, the political spirit in, in the sense of, like, well, let's just get people, like, worked up and just arguing all the time. And, like, exactly like you said, like, the point of this is to put the weapons down and actually, like, lead with love and compassion. And, like, I feel like a broken record. I say it all the time. But it's, like, if we don't first try to understand someone before demanding that they understand us, like, it's, like, a, we're setting a terrible example. If we're supposed to be the ones really, we're supposed to be like the light of the world type of a thing. But then you look at like our culture, our leaders, our political leaders, like look at what happens in Washington, D.C. Like it's a freaking dumpster fire. These people like can't, they just can't even be civil adults. Like, you know, this, like obviously the things that have happened in the last couple of weeks, just like horrific with some of these shootings and especially in the, you know, the elementary school in Texas. And you have our, like, politicians literally just arguing like children. And, like, you have, like, and it goes to both sides. But I was watching a clip where some guys just basically, like, you would rather defend the killer than the innocent children. You're like, well, clearly no one's trying to do that, bro. It's like, why would you even say something like that at a time like this? Well, the other but part of like that. Our leaders who we other, look to, like, these are spe- like, people supposed to be setting an example. And, like, they can't even, like, find a way to be adults. No, so I know. like. I mean, why do you expect, like, you know, if our leaders can't do it, well, we're, we're screwed. Well, that goes both ways. I think that um, if if you hear news like that and your immediate reaction is to start defending gun rights before thinking 100%. about the kids and their families, I mean, that's a problem. Right. And there are definitely people like that. And I think it's them right, right, right. and the other ones that are calling people, like, that are stirring the pot. Um, mm-hmm. 
and then once once things have you've acknowledged everything and all that, and then then you can start talking about the actual issues. You know, Canada uh, just imposed a lot of these gun restrictions and stuff just because of the Texas shooting. I heard a little bit about they that. A, what yeah, they, they put do? A freeze on. Yeah, on, they put a freeze on the AR on stuff. They're Canada. limiting. They're permanently limiting magazine um, capacities. Um, they're I think they're doing more with uh, Val or something. They're buying back guns. Which I don't. Well, they, I, I mean, wonder if we made trade. note on that at all. Huh? I wonder if we made note on that at all. What, like our country? Yeah. Well, good luck. I doubt it. The, the, <laughs> see, now I see it as I, I'm a I'm a gun owner. Okay, I have yeah. double digits amounts of guns. Okay, we'll say that. Um, but the thing Marcus. is, <laughs> the thing the thing is though. I mean, I I don't. Um, I don't like the NRA is just an extreme, right? They just, I mean, if it was up to them, anyone could buy a gun, right? Um, and it's okay. We talk about this cause this is really just, you know, this is a popular issue and I think it should be addressed. Um, but when, you know, when you talk about like people that are just like all gung ho about, I mean, seriously, like I, I started getting emails about like from like, uh, gun deals and stuff like the week, like yeah. the, the couple days after this thing happened. And I was like sick to my stomach and I was like, I know what they're doing because they're thinking that all these restrictions are going to happen. So buy your guns now, you know, mm-hmm. right. but I'm just like, how, like, I'm almost like, how can you send this out right now? Like how, like, how is that like, okay to you? Right. Um, you know, and again, I am a gun owner, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not like, because it's, it's like, you almost have to like prove that you are who you say you are. Like, so you're not like seeming like you're just some like insurgent, but <laughs> it's just, uh, but uh, but at the same time, it's just like, well, I mean, I, I have no problem with psyche valves. Like before people, like I even right. a buyback program, I don't care if people want to sell their guns to the government. Who cares? Like you know, I mean, right. if you think money's more important, um, I think people that just collect guns and just don't have a use for them or never go shoot them, even for sport or hunting or anything, like why do you need them? I mean, you're basically just like you have a stockpile of weapons that you're never going to use. And they're just there for someone to break in and steal. Like, I just, I well, don't know. Especially, like, I mean, I, I get it. Like, there's a whole argument of, like, if you're 18 and you're old enough to go to war and die for your country, it's hard to say, like, okay, you're not allowed to own a weapon. I mean, you're not allowed to buy an alcohol until you're 21. Let's talk about that. Right. Well, the sad reality is that today's 18 year olds, like, I mean, the average 18 year old should never own. But they put like they that. put those eighteen year olds through like multiple tests and exercises before they send them out to. They have training, to like Correct. training, right. Right, 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 which includes psychological yeah, yeah, yeah. evaluations right. and all that stuff. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, that's I, my whole point was going to be like, you know, if you're if you're like less than twenty one, like, because the problem with the the wasn't the Texas shooter like he walked in, he was eighteen, he turned eighteen, yeah, in he, high school, and then he went right? back the next day. Yeah, he was in high school. He shot his, I think he and shot like, his grandma and then he went and, and did all that at the school. Yeah. It's like, first of all, like it, you know, if someone's buying a weapon right after they turn 18, like they should be going through a lot of red tape to like prove that they are like capable. Well, it's like, almost like, about, like, it's almost like anyone, anyone. So when I, when I got my first gun, I, I went through a, like the concealed carry class. It taught me how to, you know, how to safely handle it, how to shoot, right? Like all the things I needed to know. You could argue that that or more should be required to even own a gun, which, or to buy a gun, which I'm fine with. 
I'm fine with that. Look at what well, and any sane person would be fine with that. Right. Right. I mean, to drive a car, like, I mean, typically, I mean, you can just take a test now, life, but like in a certain life. age, especially you had to like go through classes. Right. Mm-hmm. They stopped doing yeah, that's classes. That's why I think in our right? current world, it's like yeah, it's bananas that 18 year old kids can just go get a gun. Like, especially like it doesn't take a ton of like, from, I don't know. I haven't done a ton of digging, but like, it seems like this kid was clearly like not okay. Like, no, he was bullied and stuff, which is like a, a different thing too. Dive into this kid's like history and social media would be like, yep, this is the kind of person that doesn't need a weapon. Yeah. Well, he was in, and he was in like I forgot where I heard it, but he was in like chat rooms, um, mm-hmm. like bragging to girls that or not even bragging, but saying that he was going to go shoot up a school or even telling the girls that like he was going to go to their school and shoot their school up. And it was reported. I forgot what the platform was that in the chat rooms that he was doing this on, but um, like it was reported to that platform and I guess just nothing happened from it. Well, that's what's crazy is like if, if our phones and our, like people are like censoring us to the level that like, if I talk about like beanie babies, I'll get an ad for a beanie baby. Like if we're doing that and we're not even like censoring right. platforms for like clearly violent people, like right. I understand that like speech, like I personally don't believe that like speech is violence, but that's tough. That's tough like, I mean, because that's like free speech, I mean, that's a change makes America, America. That's but, like, that, ultimately, well, yeah. The crazy thing is like how many times, thing. how many times is someone like, I want to kill him. You know what I mean? Like just about some random person because they're mad or something and their phone's right there. Yeah. And then the phone picks it up. Right. Um, or even like, not, I guess not so that's much. That's different. Like, but if you're like searching for guns and chat. yeah, chatting, yeah, if, right. If you're posting about this stuff, I'm like, how okay, is that not like, alerted for, to some type of yeah. government? Yeah. Or at yep. least like, they I, found I'm out Joe on, exotic like, government threatened overreach. Carol Baskin. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not big on government overreach, but, like, we should probably have a list of, like, young people who say, like, really, like, jacked up things on the internet. Just because, like, you know, I can think crazy thoughts, but it's a whole different level of crazy if I'm going to put it on the internet for everyone to see for all the time. Like, that's just, like, screw loose, probably. Yeah. Yeah, well, especially when you're saying things like that that you know could potentially have a consequence in the future, it's almost like as an FBI, like granted, I can't imagine how overrun they are with all this random, you know, leads they have to track down. Yeah. But it's almost like we should spend more money on, on that specific type of intelligence organization to where you're keeping track of people like, Hey, this kid's talking like he wants to take his own life. And at that mm-hmm. point right. you put him on a list, not only for suicide watch, but like, who's he trying to take mm-hmm. with him? Um, well, and then if that person goes to try to buy a weapon, like that's that's helpful information. Like it's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and we can theme this podcast. You know, we can title it. You know, with mm-hmm. this too, because I think this is really important. And I think yeah. it's relevant. Um, you know, and again, it's just like not trying to like the government, and that's the one of the things too. I got into this morning. It was like it was like people trying to take guns away. It's like no one, no politician. <laughs> has ever said, we're going to take the guns away. Like, that's like all these media people making people scared. Like, you can't take the guns well, away. Beto did say it, but he's an idiot. We don't have to count him. Okay, well, yeah, the idiots are one thing. But, like, I mean, <laughs> literally, like, okay, Biden has never said we're going to take guns away, right? And it's just, and, and that's that's one of the things I hate. Like, it's just like, this is like, hey, guys, you can have conservative ideas and principles and stances or whatever you want to have, Right. 
But as soon as like you hear someone trying to like fear monger, that's when you should stop listening because it's not going to get you anywhere and you're just going to get scared about everything. So with the gun thing, it's just like, yeah, I mean, they're not going to take, they're not going to take everyone's guns away. Okay. I'm just saying, why don't we have more restrictions about this whole thing? More protocols, more steps to, I mean, how important is it for you to have it? Dude, and (laughs) and I think 95% of the people in this country would agree with that. The problem is mm-hmm. no one is coming to the table. They hear something mm-hmm. that to get triggered, they shoot a response back, right. and then it's like no productive conversations ever had, right? But when you sit down with people, and you and I know people who are combative, you know, sometimes when they talk and stuff, yeah. but like when you sit down with people, you really find out it's like we agree on 90% of stuff, <laughs> yeah. you know? And it's, it's like just no one yeah. wants your guns, but buddy. no one, well, yeah. And it's just like, yeah. it's just like, but the, but people are unwilling to have conversations because they make so many assumptions about people on the other side of the aisle because they just believe everything they hear on, you know, radio or news, you know, networks. Right. And they never have to take time to talk to people. Right. And so that, that's one of the biggest things that I just can't stand. Um, yeah. Yeah. I hear the same yeah, this thing. Is one topic. Sorry, go ahead again. No, I was just going to say, I hear the same thing. It always goes back to, you, you, they, they can't take the guns from us. But it's just like, no one wants like your guns. We just don't want you to like, kill our kids. Yeah, and even if they do a buyback, they're not trying to take anything. Yeah. It's just like they're giving you a choice. Like, hey, you can sell us your gun if you want. Right. Uh, or you, you can will. go through these steps. And too. for a lot of people who don't like know how to safely sell a gun but could use the money, that could actually be beneficial, especially today, right? Sure. You know, people probably have all kinds of guns they were either handed down or whatever they have no use for. Right. They don't want to sell it to a criminal on accident, so they just have it. Mm-hmm. This is like, what if there was a way people could just, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Well, this it's might interesting. Be a whole different, this might kind of be a whole different kind of conversation of itself. But it always like, is. Um. <laughs> But, like, I was listening to someone talk about it, and, like, just for example, like, in, in uh, Israel, in Jerusalem, obviously, Middle East, it's very, like, contentious and just, obviously, it's just a different world and place to live. But, like, what they basically did was, like, what the terminology was, we just hardened all the schools. So, like, one entrance, one exit, like, always guarded, and teachers had, like, concealed carries, like, whatever. And so, regardless how you feel about that end of the day it's like what the specific thing with texas we saw with sandy hook it's like it's just a different level of evil when you can shoot children like i don't understand like that is just uh, just disgusting yeah it's a different level and, of unhinged for sure um and like the, the sad thing is it's like to me it like it's like when i think about someone who could do something like that that's like the biggest like cowardly thing because it's like you're going to the softest place to people who can't have no ability to defend themselves and it's like part of like i agree it's part of the part of the challenge is especially with this whole conversation is like i think the last statistics like there's almost one gun to every i think guns might outnumber humans in america now they like, do for sure well over no, they do. Guns. Yeah. so it's no, like the do. problem is we can make guns as hard as possible to get but someone who's going to do something bad like I mean, I agree, make it hard to get, but it's like the challenge for me is like, if, if, if someone knows that when I go into this school, there's going to be people shooting back at me immediately. Like they, they might think, think, think twice. There's 20%. When I think about this, there's 20% more guns than people. Aren't aren't there like law or is it not like legit police officers that are at school? I feel like at my schools, I think they were, I'm like, didn't we have someone always on 
Do they not do that anymore? I mean, maybe, I guess, I don't remember elementary school having one. Definitely remember just middle school, high school. Maybe that's just because, like, that's when yeah. people started, like, getting in fights and stuff. Right. But I remember they yeah. only have, like, one or two cops. If, I mean, you know? Yeah, but even I, that, I mean, like, you have someone on yeah. site that can that has a weapon on them that are trained. Right. Yeah. Well, and the other, so with what happened in the Texas thing, it's like, evidently you went in, like, one of the back doors. So it's like, we have all these entrances. Right. And... If you got one guy on site, I mean, you and just it post it up like at the front door. door you, yeah. you have two guys. You, you have a front door, door back door. The and there's a guy at both. Yeah, I mean, right. You yeah. could probably eliminate a lot of stuff, um, well, which limits the designs of schools. Which I heard stuff, the but. Texas thing is a mess, though, and just in regard to the law enfor- enforcement and how. I mean, there was one mother that like pulled up and just straight up ran into the school and went to both of her kids' classrooms to make sure that they were safe. And she said there was zero law enforcement on the campus with her. No one, to, no one ran in there with her. Mm. And she heard like, she heard, still heard gun firing. Like it was still live. It was active. Dang. And she ran what into is- the school to get her kids out. And she ran out with her kids. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Like, wasn't, wasn't that the one where, like there was a dude at getting his haircut and he heard about it and he literally just like snagged his barber shotgun and ran straight to the school and like went inside and started like going at the guy. Like I heard that his daughter went to that school as well. Mm-hmm. And like, right. he just like got a gun and just went in there and yeah. you know, I probably would too. When yeah. my kids right. went there, that's, that's insane. Crazy. Right. How do you feel about, uh, so, so Rachel, how do you feel about her having a gun? Um, well, I mean, if she went through the proper training, I just I know, or just with her personally, she wouldn't feel comfortable carrying a gun. I mean, that's just not something she wants. She's a school teacher, I guess. FYI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and just knowing her friends and stuff, I don't. I think I mean, fifty percent of teachers don't feel comfortable carrying a gun maybe they would feel more comfortable if they had the training and just knowing why they were like why right and maybe if they got paid more i mean shoot for well, that part of it so yeah i definitely i don't think everyone should have to and it's like more because like, they've already started doing this i think in like arizona utah where it's like if a, if a teacher goes through the proper training and wants to like they can conceal carry and it does come they do get paid more so it's kind of just like a it's, huh. yeah i don't i think it's ridiculous to force people to do it but you know, if, if it's there, something, because it, it's a horrible yeah, conversation letting, to have. Yeah, we're letting certain teachers choose, like, whoever does feel comfortable, right? You don't exactly. necessarily have it's to. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's the worst conversation to have to have. But it's like, you know, we have guns, like, personally, we have guns in our house. And, like, I hope I never have to use them. But, like, worst case scenario, if I do get in a position where someone's coming in with a weapon, I'm gonna be, I'm going to be pretty, like, I'm gonna be freaking out if I don't have a weapon as well. Like it's that's the unfortunate part is like, you know, I, I don't know. It's an impossible conversation because it's just like I, no one want the good people with guns never want to have to use them. But it's like when a bad guy with a gun shows up, if we don't have good guys with guns, we're in trouble. Sure, kind of a thing. But yeah, I don't know. different conversation. Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. I personally think that. I mean, yeah, teachers should carry, but I feel like just add more cops to like, or like security for a school. Cause I've seen videos of teachers fighting students because they like made fun of their like mom or something, you know, like imagine a teacher that has a weapon and like, 
a student makes fun of them, you know, like that teacher go crazy opposed to having like, you know, a stronger like security system, like with the school. I don't know. Just training, I guess, is what Uh I'm trying to get to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely interesting. Um, Yeah. I mean, then you get into who's going to pay for the extra security. It's like, it's just, well, dude, it's just like, this is how small is this town, right? I mean, let me look up how big this town is because uh, I think it's interesting because there was a, there was a, did you see that picture floating around? Um, of, um, you've all, you've all the, I don't know how you say it. Um, sorry. Uh, their, their SWAT team is like that picture of their SWAT team. They had like all their like flak jackets and ARs and stuff like posing in a field. There was probably, it was okay. So the town is 16,000 people, right? Dang. Um, wow. What yeah. town was it? Uvalde, Uvalde. Is that like next to any uh, bigger town or uh, I guess? Yeah. yeah. So here's here's a meme. It's like this is Uvalde police SWAT team. This community of 13,000 people spends 40 percent of its municipal budget on the police. Their SWAT team is like nine people. They're all holding like ARs and shotguns and they're dressed up in all their SWAT gear. And it's like, uh there was <laughs> literal cosplay Reddit. I'm, yeah, this is, I hate, you hate to laugh about any of this, but at the same time, it's just like, I saw another meme on Reddit. It was like, you know, here's, here's the Uvalde SWAT team is like too bad. The shooter didn't have like drugs on him or something. <laughs> he probably would have gotten taken down. Um, now, and that's, I mean, yeah, not making light of the situation. It's a horrible situation, yeah. but, but the comedy is really related to calling out, all this shit that we spend the money on, right? Mm-hmm. Like this stuff mm-hmm. that like, is just like, okay, what's really important? I mean, how, how much does it cost to post two of those guys at like the major schools? Like there's probably one school district here, 16,000 people. I mean, right. what, what are we doing? Um, and what blows my mind even more, it's that small of an area and there was no type of alert on this kid. Uh, he was in chat rooms. Been, I know. It's a town of 16,000. It's like where, where everyone knows everyone kind of town. Right. And you're just like, what is... Like at the very least, why was his family not informed? I don't know. Things he I'm, was I'm just, doing? Regardless, I just hope, I just hope, I just hope everyone's learned something about this and I'm, ho- I'm hoping that the people in authority and the people in power take this seriously. Um, yeah. and, and invoke some kind yeah. of reform, you know, no matter what it looks like. He ended up dying, right? He killed himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, you know, the other thing that doesn't help when like these things happen, because there was another one in Tulsa like a couple days ago, wasn't there? Like another mass shooting where a guy. It was in a hospital. No, like a, was that was that yeah, was that hospital, one? Medical, yeah, yeah, medical facility, something like that. Mm-hmm. And like, dude, it's like it's so sad because then when these things start getting reported, like. Like, I don't know. I just feel like we always focus on the wrong thing. Like, there was this massive, and obviously it's going to come come across so just, like, horrible from, uh, you know, straight white male. But it's like we do this stupid thing where it's, like, it's all about, like, make it all about race and all this stuff. And it's like, dude, we just, like, it's not even about that. Like, we got to chill. Like, I understand that, like, sure, look into patterns and stuff like that. But it's, like, it's so annoying where, you know, you – certain things that happen and if it falls into you know the right box then the whole thing becomes about that and then 
whatever. I mean, it's just, it doesn't help anything. Like at some point we just got to start having like real conversations about like, well, sometimes it is hey, about like, those things though. Right. And it can be about, it can be about multiple things. Well, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it will clearly like all these people are getting radicalized one way or another. And it's like, it's all evil. Like it's all right. bad. And it's, but to, to like, to make it all about like one thing where it's just like, okay, so, like, for that, I mean, that was just popular in America. So, it's, like, this big, like, there's, you know, white. Because I didn't, like. You're talking about the Buffalo, the grocery store place? Yeah. Well, that was, there was definitely an element of that. And then there was just, I don't know. I just remember seeing there was this, like, this huge thing about, like. Um, or, like, or, like, or, like, Pulse, for instance. So, you're saying. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, uh, who knows? It's just a stupid thing where you just hear like from the white house and from our government that it's like, you know, white supremacy is like this massive, like one of the things on the top of the list that we need to like figure out. Like, I don't, like, I don't care. Like get, go after all the evil stuff. But like, it just, it feels like so, I guess my whole point is it just feels like even through something as horrible as things like this, like something like this should be able to unite like a broken country, but somehow it still like further divides us. Where yeah, it's, it's like, crazy. Yeah. No, it's nuts. It I mean, have you seen? So you know Carlos Whitaker? He's a um, he's like a Christian. Um, I mean, he's like a motivational kind of influencer guy. Whatever he goes around and speaks. Um, I don't really read a lot of his stuff, but my wife does, and she had she had posted or she had kind of read. I don't know what you call it. I'm not in social media. Um, when you show someone else is real on your thing, uh, share, share a story. Yeah. That was, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. so far out of it. Um, it's just funny because you like set up our website, you set up all these, I know things. I'm the wrong person. <laughs> everything. I'm, the, I'm the wrong person to do it. Plausible deniability. Uh, yeah. So his, <laughs> his comment was if your first reaction to the news that 18 children and a teacher were slaughtered is to defend anything other than them. It's time to unplug your soul for 30 seconds, plug it back in. You man, he needs a reset. I mean, yeah. you know, so is he's getting into the same thing you're saying. It's like, it, it should only unite people. Um, in support of the children and everything that's happening, you know, it's it's not it's not to start defending anything. Um, but at the same time, trying to figure out how to not let that happen again is also in support of the children. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Well, I think that comment, just based on the posturing, was probably related to defending guns, gun owners. Gotcha. Um. So. Yeah, I mean that's it's just it's just a good reminder. It's just like, hey, let's focus on the first. Yeah, first thing. Focus on the victims, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and supporting them, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and there was this one uh, video I saw. This dude completely trolling this the NRA guy, whoever runs the NRA. Oh, you're talking about? Yeah, I think I saw the same Did video you see that? where he's like at that conference and he's he, like, he I goes wanna, on the mic. Yeah, he's like, I want to thank you for your for, yeah thoughts for your and prayers. thoughts and prayers. He's just like, and he just kept saying it. He was just like, if it wasn't for your thoughts and prayers, yeah, just, it was pretty intense. Thank you so much for your thoughts and prayers. And the dude was confused. He was like, he had RBF, but he was still confused yeah. up there. And the dude was like, again. You know, if it wasn't for your thoughts and prayers, we wouldn't. I mean, it's you know, a room full of people too, dude. and there's like a council of people up there. I know. Why is it like? 
I mean, the, no, the ner- I mean, he's got d- a lot of balls. The dude that was on mic was clearly saying like, "Hey, you're not doing anything about oh, this." Oh yeah, it was a sarcastic. It was very sarcastic. <laughs> Yo, he was trolling. Yeah, he was just like, you know, wanted to thank, you know, what's his name for just the thoughts and prayers and <laughs> continued thoughts and prayers. Basically, and like everything. your thoughts and, thoughts and prayers don't do anything for yeah, right. us at this. No, point. right? Yeah, it's not going <laughs> to save these kids. Yeah. So it's just like get off your ass and do something. Make some type yeah. of change. No, to but show it was us it was care. it was funny because the people in front of him and it, cause it showed him and then it showed <laughs> so some people, awkward. they were, just, no, the people in front were like, after he finished, they started clapping. Like they thought he was serious. <laughs> really? They were Good the speech. biggest morons. <laughs> yeah. and these are the same morons that own these guns. Sounds about yeah. right. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, I mean, granted if it like, I would probably never be in one of those things, but <laughs> if I was, it'd be hilarious. I would just be like, start cracking. It's those up. people that just think one day someone's just going to march in, not, not even knock on their door, just walk in, tell me where's the guns, take them all. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but the thing is, dude, some people get so far into their own like echo chambers that that's really what they believe. Like they believe yeah. that they, people are telling them that that's what's going to happen. Right. It's just nuts. We got Facebook yeah. live now, folks. We're not I, doing that. I know, right? So I wanted to ask, uh, what are some of the craziest conspiracy theories you heard of? We're going back to conspiracy theories. Um, just from, I mean, close people close to you, family, could be relatives, could be friends. My Anything? family's really not into yeah. conspiracy I got a, theories. I got a, a few. Uh, yeah, you do. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell you yeah. did. My like one o'clock, you know, thoughts. So... I saw a video the other day. This this chick was saying that like, how how do we know that we're living in the simulation, right? So, mm-hmm. long story short, there, she was talking about how a bus could fit in one lane and have like three seats <sighs> on the left, three seats this. on the right, and an aisle, and some of them are like double deckers. Yeah, and her small little like Nissan <laughs> yeah. could barely fit in, you know. In a lane, so how can a bus fit in one lane? And she was just saying that three it was, seats on each side. Yeah, yeah. She was just saying that it was this. like it's it's just good Cause coding because you, you suck at driving. Is what <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, but you I'm can't saying. stay in your lane with your Nissan. Yeah, but if you do this, if you lift up your like put your hands, you know, like that in a bus, you can't reach the end. But if you kind of do it yeah. in your car, you could re- reach all the way to like the passenger side. Yeah, but if you're also like all the way up against one side of the lane, there's still a pretty big part of the lane yeah, that's not being yeah. used. Yeah, like, I agree. Three seats and like that's six. I agree. Seats. Oh, I so, I you're, so you're telling me you bought into this? <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm just playing devil's <laughs> advocate. Be, yeah, exactly. You know? Every <laughs> so, truck. One. Your truck is probably like <laughs> approaching the width of a bus. Honestly, I can't fit six people in it, like side by side. I don't know. She just said it's good coding. Yeah, I think I saw that same thing, and there was like a oh bus driver gosh. that commented on it. And he was like, "I've been wondering the same thing." <laughs> yeah. Really, a bus driver? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, that's one of them. Don't walk around in that city. (laughs) It is pretty mind. Yeah, shout out, bus drivers. Good good job, guys. Thanks for not killing me. It is like, you know, you get any, like, especially trucks, because trucks are wider than normal cars, like, especially the big, like, F1, F250s and stuff like that. I get nervous Mm -hmm. driving a little U-Haul. Yeah, the U-Hauls are wide, too. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, but the lanes are big enough, right? I mean, they are, you know. Everybody else is just scared of you enough to... Back away a little bit, give you a little bit of their lane. Yeah, and if it, we were really in a simulation, you know, buses could park in a normal parking spot. They can't do that. Mm-hmm. So true, right? Yeah. If if you're gonna use the coding for that, why not like make the bus park it's in a obvious. compact spot? <laughs> yeah. too, we'd notice at it's, that point. We would notice yeah. at that point. <laughs> there was another <laughs> one where it's like, why haven't we ever seen our neighbors putting groceries away? 
Dude, I've heard that one too. Do I like but, that one? Right. I know. I like, talked to that one, and uh, no, I've seen my neighbors put their groceries away, but like maybe once. I feel. I don't no. think. Have I've you ever... guys seen your? But at the same time, how often are you like in your front yard or like well, working like out of your garage or something? By the time we're putting the groceries away, it's literally. Well, you just gotta do the math. One minute, maybe. Well, <laughs> it's two minutes, three minutes, yeah. maybe, because the kids come out, they help out, and yeah, 60 that's it. Sixty bags, one hand. Yeah. You know? Oh, right. always, always. Yeah. Fewer trips, the better. Yeah. Unless they go to Aldi and you don't have bags and everything just floating <laughs> yeah. around in the back. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, it's not very long. So let's say three minutes out of a whole day. That's not very long. And you go grocery shopping once every few days. Like, the chances of you catching them doing that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but how long? I barely catch my neighbor mowing the yard, and that makes a lot of noise, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, but like, how long have you been like living to your next door neighbor? Like, I've been living here for five years. years. Right. And I've been living here for like three years, and I still haven't seen my neighbor. Like, and I'm like outside for like. Do they live there? Who? They actually live there, or are they snowbird? Like the people live. <laughs> no, there? no, no. Yeah, they live there. They live there, and I've never seen. I've seen them outside and wave at me, but I've never seen them put groceries away. So I don't know, man. <clears throat> okay. I love these though. So can we continue anymore? <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> How do you feel about chemtrails? <laughs> uh, you got people. I don't in like your those li- as, as much. People in your life that believe in those. I do. You do. I have people in my life that believe I do not believe in them, though. May you explain what that is? Wait, yeah, okay. yeah. Dive into that. You don't know what chemtrails are? I read that same so, page you're on. Yeah, so uh, basically, like, the, you know, they're, they're called vapor trails. Like, when planes, you know, are flying in the sky, you see the trail behind them, right? It creates, like, this condensation and vapor in the sky. It's just water, right? Okay. It, it's like clouds. They're creating mini clouds, artificial clouds that end up dissipating. Right. I've seen them. Yeah. It's not, it's not like smoke. It's not exhaust. It's not like anything they're spraying, but people say that that's the government spraying stuff to like control the population, to make us sick, to like all kinds of reasons. Right. That seems ridiculous. It is, but there are people that believe it. I mean, dude, and I, there are these people that I, I know that just like, it's like, if you're a person that believes one of these, do you just believe a lot of them? Like, it's just crazy. Like, because it's like, you're just type of person that's just like, yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. And then you bring up another thing. Like, I did notice that. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, all right, let's just stop thinking for ourselves. Oh, okay. Oh, hey. Just, <laughs> just, a just uh, I'm <laughs> in route, we're in route to swim with dolphins, but, uh, oh, no, I, I completely agree. Yeah. I'm pretty pumped, but I completely agree. Cause like, I, it's, the crazy part is like you have the whole like like big pharma could be like its own like conspiracy thing, but then you really like look into it and you're just like, well, when you go into the roots of it, it's like it's all for profit. So it's like it makes sense that people would want us sick so they could make us more drugs that we need to be on for the rest of our lives instead of like finding a solution or a cure so we don't need drugs anymore. But it's like I it, I think a lot of people get like a little weird with it because it like it starts there and it's like well yeah unfortunately these people are like. Their, their goal is to make money. They're not here to like cure your sickness. Yeah. And then it's like, that's like a starting point. And then it just like slowly like morphs into something else, slowly morphs into something else. It confirms suspicions. And then like, yeah, you're just like, Oh yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You just keep going down and down and down. And then it ends and just like, you just get a little, little wonky for sure. Scotty, you got any more? Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Do it. Why is like the North pole 
like highly like there's so many like military like people in North North Pole there like, it is? protecting it. Yeah, that's what yeah. Really? Check it out. Yeah. See I'll... that's interesting. We'll come back to that. Yeah. Uh well there there's another martial law. You've heard of the martial law thing where it's just like people, all these rumors, every president that gets in, it always seems like we're just like making up some reason that they're going to, you know, enact martial law. Um, the imminent imposition of martial law, longstanding and central plank of the Patriot catechism of the belief that one day, very soon, federal forces in a league with the states will suspend constitutional government and institute a police state. I mean, I've heard that from a lot of people, and this is, it's funny, all these things are related to patriotism, patriots, which is the far, like a, a kind of a right-wing idea, which is clearly, I mean, it's, it, again, it's just a lot of the same people tend to believe these things, which is insane. Um, One of these days, we all need to watch that, like, the Pyramid documentary, because it will mess you up. Oh, oh gosh, just. Oh man. All right. What's it yes. called? I'm telling you, I'm telling <laughs> you. We'll do a podcast on <laughs> Pyramid documentary reaction. Thing. Zero percent chance, and if they did, they were way smarter than us. Zero percent chance. Of what? Are you saying the aliens did it? I'm just saying our ancestors, like just like the people, no chance they built that thing. <laughs> you saying they weren't I'm technologically advanced enough? I don't think we can even build them now as as precise. As we they definitely were built. can't. Like, it's, well, it's because we don't we don't utilize slave labor. I mean, that's all been a you know we can't we no, don't I'm saying do even that. Even if we had like cranes and stuff, like no, no, no. But that's that the thing. There's the... difference between that and slave labor. So they had like tons of people that were just oppressed, and they made work. It's the same reason like uh, a lot of the Roman Empire has these structures and buildings that can't be recreated with machines yet. It's just because, like, but, you just had massive amounts of slave labor. I mean, people that would die and, like, I'm all that. I mean, no, if you're paying people, if you're paying people to do it with machines and current technology, I still don't think we could build the pyramids as precisely as, like, they did. Well, like, you think about, though, I think, I think, laser I mean, rocks, being, but. you think about, like, Egyptian slaves, like, they, they had, they were probably harder working than people who were paid to do it. You I think mean, about that. If you also think about it, they had nothing else to do. So well, that was not like they were thing. It's not like they were doing it in their free time. They were slaves. Like yeah, but I also feel like they had like what they're not going to go out to a bar or anything. I feel like like they woke up and they're in like what? Can well, we... people that are paid to do something have a choice of what they want to do with their time. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, kind of. I'm just saying, y'all guys, you got to watch the documentary because I'm doing a horrible job explaining it. But I, I will. Okay. It. it is. It's only thirty minutes. You won't regret it. Well, you can just you watch it here now that Halo's over on a Thursday. <laughs> oh, so sad. I can't. You said that out loud. It made me sad. Um, okay. So, yeah. Another one's door-to-door -door gun confiscation, which we talked about. Hmm. Uh, another one, 9-11 as a government plot. Oh, boy. That could be a I whole podcast. Like, I, I feel oh, like man. Justin Justin would really uh, read into this one. I won't <laughs> say he believes it. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> what do you think, Justin? Hey, sorry, I'm literally on a water taxi. Repeat that. Oh, sorry, water taxi. Where sick. is he at? No, I was saying, are, do you Mexico. think do you think the government had a part in nine eleven? Oh, that's another one where you got to watch. You got to watch loose change, and then the, the hard part is like they present actually a lot of legitimate arguments that you're just like, huh, that's a little suspect, and then you just watch enough of them, and you're just like, I don't know, there, there might be something there. So again, I think you gotta, yeah. People that devoted their like lives to it, like 
just kind of put together these documentaries and just have yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, we got some we got some stuff to watch. Yeah, no, no, sounds like we do. Yeah, I know you got to go. So population control is another one um, that was just like uh, I've heard that before, where you're trying to like control the population. Some people believe that's what the vaccine was. There's actually a. Uh, it's actually an interesting, I forget if it was like a Stargate episode, but it was just like where everyone was getting this vaccine that like cured everything and it made people live longer, but it made people infertile. So it was basically reducing the population over a period of time, but it was over such a long time that no one caught on until it was too late. Mm. It was kind of, it's like a mind blowing kind of thing. You're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But you know, no one's curing cancer, so I'm not suspicious yet. It's like condoms losing its like people. You know, like stop sperm so you don't have that many people buying condoms. I don't know, man. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. All right. <laughs> Hot take. And yeah, it makes sense Hot in my take. head. Yeah, it Hot makes sense take. in my head. They're no, losing customers with condoms because I see they don't have the sperm reaching the egg. Oh, that's interesting. So you're saying there's less people around to buy condoms because you're preventing people. Right. Uh, weird. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, man. Interesting. All right, Justin, we still got you or no? You out? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Um, I think we're... Exactly. Yeah, no, I know. You got to get going. Um, so we can uh, we can let you go. Um, have fun with the dolphins. Tell us what's up. Thanks for being part of the convo. I'm sure, again, I'm sure a lot of these conspiracy theories, a lot of these themes will just constantly come up on this podcast. So they're just fun to talk about. They are fun to talk about. They are. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Have a rest, good rest of your vacation, brother. We'll see you back here next week. Or, yeah. Gracias. See you, dude. See all right, you. man. Later. Hey. That was fun. Yeah. Anyway, do you have any more of those conspiracy? I do. You, you ever I'll heard do. of the Mandela effect? Hi. Mandela? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Yeah, so it's pretty much heard like... Of it. I just don't know what it is. So, the Scotty uh, definition of it is pretty much, we remember something that happened, but it never really happened I'm gonna that pull, way. I'm going to pull up a few Yeah, days. can you explain it better? Yeah. Like, while you're doing that... Oh, so, like Shazam? No, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it Shaq or was it yeah, Sinbad? No, Sinbad. Yeah. That movie with the... Sinbad was the genie. Yeah. I swear that happened. So the whole thing, the, the whole, I think the whole reason why they call it the Mandela effect is because I remember growing up, Mandela died in prison. Mm-hmm. Like I remember reading Years it. before his actual passing. Right, right. I remember my mom buying, what, what are those like, there are articles in the shopping, like when you're in line and there's candy, there's soda, and there's like magazines. Tabloids? I don't know what it's called. Are you talking about the ones with like the fake news in them? I don't know if they were fake news, but some of them were, some of them weren't. But I remember, like, seeing him dying in, in prison. Turns out he didn't even die in prison, but I remember that. And, like, so does, like, a group of other people remember it, you know, him dying. Did you find it? Yeah, yeah. So it says uh, the Mandela effect. It's uh, basically... Like you said, Nelson Mandela dying in a prison years before his actual passing, complete with a televised funeral. However, in reality, Mandela passed away in 2013 from respiratory tract infection. Uh, this raised the question, how can so many people, strangers even, have the same memory of something that didn't happen as they remember it? So Weird. there's like there's just a bunch of examples. I'm I trying wanna, to find I a couple good ones. I want to hear some. That like maybe you would... 
I got one. There was one that was like in Star Wars. It was like, Luke, I am your father, right? But I think it was some. I forgot. I'm sorry. I gotta look it up. My bad. That's fine. Yeah, we didn't prepare to bring up the Mandela effect. Yeah. Mandela effect. Yeah, it's got my ears perked. Oh, here I, I got the one right here that you're just mentioning. In a galaxy far, far away, the Mandela effect exists. Yes, the phenomenon has even infiltrated Star Wars. While even the most diehard of fans quote a quintessential moment in Return of the Jedi as Darth Vader saying, Luke, I am your father. That's not what he said. In actuality, Vader said, no, I am your father. So some people remember it being Luke, I am your father. But in all actuality, I guess it's no. I could see that happening because it's probably some dude who did a review on the movie said misquoted it and then that became the line right yeah like i could see that mm-hmm. like uh you know how like the those big like movie review organizations that only existed at the time you know like uh uh cisco Niebert or something like that or whatever you know they had those but yeah i could totally see that happening um but yeah the the sinbad one was kind of mind-blowing because i totally i mean everyone thought that was real <laughs> mm-hmm <clears throat> like like okay so like this for instance do you remember it being looney tunes with two o's or looney tunes with a u two o's no it wasn't it's with a u yeah <laughs> oh dang this this my friend is the mandela effect <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> i mean they did sing a lot right they, they sang like stuff they had like random like music videos as a part of Looney Tunes. So, Berenstein Bears or Berenstain Bears? Berenstein. Right? No. Wrong. A. No E. Oh, gee. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, did Curious George have a tail? I don't think he did. He didn't. Yeah. Because I remember that being a thing. Like, hey, <laughs> okay. why the heck does this monkey not have a tail? <laughs> But yeah, I can see how people would think he does because, you know, monkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, monkey. Yeah. Well, there's one with the Silence of the Lambs where it's like, he never says, hello, Clarice. Really? Yeah. What does he say? Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I swear. <laughs> well, that's just an idiot quoting a movie he got wrong. Like, I see that. Yeah, I but you totally see that. Happen. Yeah, but everyone knows, hello, Clarice, you know? I guess. Did the Monopoly man have a monocle or not? Yeah. No. What? Mm. He did on future versions, though. He had to have. I'm telling you, man, after Harambe died, everything changes. (laughs) Hold on. This this might be a simple confusion between him and the Planters Peanut Peanut Company's mascot, Mr. Peanut. But the guy was a peanut. A simple confusion? What about the guy with Pringles? (laughs) (laughs) One was a dude and one was a peanut. (laughs) What? They just had top hats. Uh, simply, <laughs> one was an elephant, one was a mouse. Clearly. Uh, oh, this would have been a good one for Justin. Pikachu's tail. Did it have uh, a black detailing at the end of it or no? Let me see. I feel like I remember the black. Yeah, no. Nope. Wasn't no? there. Nope. Yeah, I I, uh, I was yellow. kind of on the border. I thought it might have <laughs> been just yellow too because I, I know his like ears yellow. had black on it. Uh, I mean, no, hold on. There's got to be some of the later games. I swear the dude had a monocle and they've even done commercials with him. No way. Okay. Fruit of the loom. 
Did it have a cornucopia behind it or no? The one to the left. Uh, I feel like it was just the fruit. That that's what I feel like. It was just the fruit. Okay, I had a lot of underwear that were fruit of loom. So it's so funny. People like dressed up as a Monopoly guy even have a monocle. It's just like clearly this guy would have one. Oh, I swear, dude. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna fall down the rabbit hole with this one. I can't believe that. That's. There's one where it's I feel like, like I feel like someone went on the internet and deleted all the pictures of him with the monocle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Now they're trying to claim he didn't have one. <laughs> it's ridiculous. There was one where it's like, Hold you on. remember that show back in the day? It was Sex in the City. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's Sex, sex and, and the City. city. Yep. Which I could kind of see the mix up on that. I didn't one. really care. I didn't like Sarah Jessica Parker at all. She's such a witch. You know, in Forrest Gump, he doesn't say life is like a box of chocolates. He said life was like a box of chocolates. Oh, I didn't know that. Hmm. There's probably like people who work at like Bubba Gump to get that wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is a good one. I like this. Like, and it, and it was in Snow White. It wasn't mirror, mirror on the wall. It was magic mirror on the wall. Huh. Everyone does say the double mirror. Yeah. Wow. My mind can't handle all this. Well, I know. well, Gabby's looking at more of those. Do you have any more? Uh, I got a few. Just, I know you do. I got like an arsenal. Of you them. said you have, you came prepared, so I want to talk about these. It's fine. This one can be. An I hour did and all half. my history on the Q anonymous thingy. Oh yeah, me, but uh, but I didn't bring my notes, so my bad. Um, you can call in sometime. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. What's another one? I don't know, man. It's hard to think on top of my head. From the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it's hard for you to think on top of your head. That seemed like a high thought. Mm. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, any, any more of those conspiracies? Oh, man. That one is good. On your thing? Or you said you had just a oh, list of sorry, them. I'm you're looking at Mandela effects. Oh no, I was I was wondering. Hmm. Was wondering. I, I feel like that group that we were talking about earlier in the beginning. Yeah. I feel like it's just a bunch of conspiracy theories put all in one. QAnon. Yeah. Well, Q is the he. That was like the do that all this stuff stemmed from. So it's not like it's a group. It's just that guy, and it's like the people that like believe this anonymous dude. But like, what what started people? Like, what what <laughs> what what did he do to make people like actually believe him in the first place? Dude, I don't know how do Reddit groups get started. I got it's the same thing. I, I read something where it said that like he predicted that Hillary Clinton was going to get arrested, and then that Monday she gets arrested, and everybody like hopped on board. Like in 2017. Oh, uh, so he got, he got like one thing right. Yeah. yeah. But yet again, I also feel like it picked up heavily during the pandemic when like nobody had nothing else to do. Oh, yeah. What is this? Or especially with things that would like, that on your screen? like TikTok now. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Um, this one, it just says location at Disney World Castle. If you've ever been to Magic Kingdom, do you recall where the castle was located? Some, even one Orlando local on Reddit clearly remembers it being the entrance to the park. The entrance. Okay. I don't. Mm -hmm. It's hard to pull the wool over your eyes when you've been there recently. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I get maybe how that could 
I don't know. Or maybe like maybe a long time ago it was they thought it was the entrance, or no, and now it's interesting. Mm-hmm. You think well, all I know is they painted to that crappy color. <laughs> I was so annoyed when they painted so it. I mean the the like the the blue part of it looks cool, but then they made it some like tan brown color, mm. and it basically now it just looks like any other Florida house that has tan brown paint. Can't you like get married in there and stuff? I'm sure you could if you gave him a billion dollars. Is it a hotel or is it just? Dollars. Can you go up and? No. Oh. So yeah, there's a there's a room they have up at the top that you can. It's like a suite. Like I forget what the Cinderella suite. And uh, you have to basically win a raffle, like an auction. That's can you, the like, only walk way. Walk around the park at night and stuff, or no? I don't know. I cool. think there's so many people that want to do that, though. I've wanted to do that, but like I think that you have to win the the raffle. There's like a raffle or auction that you have to win. You can't pay to go in this suite. Hmm. Like I think they they've opened it up for like Make a Wish kids cool. and stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but it's you, you just can't like money can't get you in there. Which, I like that. Yeah, which is crazy. Good on you, Disney. Good on you, Disney. You think he froze himself, Walt Disney? Have you heard of that, that yeah, one? Yeah, but then I heard no, he I didn't. Heard... I don't think he did. I haven't heard of that. Why would he do that? Well, he uh, the, the the rumor was that he had cryogenically like frozen himself, like, you know, in like liquid nitrogen or whatever, hmm. or some something really cold, um, and to, to, because he had like a sick, I don't know if it was cancer or whatever, but the hope was that they could figure out how to unfreeze him and cure him later on down the road. Huh. And, and that doesn't like <clears throat> that whole thing hasn't, doesn't work because you ever like freeze meat and then try to cook it. Like when you thaw meat out, it, it's totally not the same. It's, it's like not. runnier. It's, <clears throat> it's so like it actually, it breaks the cell walls, like the water freezing and expanding breaks the cell walls. And so it's just like, you can't recover from that. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe if you had an animal that had like super strength, like cell walls, maybe you could freeze it and unfreeze it. Because I think there hasn't been animals that are like almost completely frozen and people bring them back. That's in wild. Miami. I think we, I saw a thing. It was a squirrel that fell in. Okay. Miami, we have iguanas that like they freeze to death. Well, not to death. They just freeze and they fall off trees mm. and you're not allowed to touch them. But they come back. <laughs> they come back, dude. I swear. That's they, they, crazy. They like, boom. They hit the. They, they freeze. Hit the ground like just... you know, what I mean, when it gets like below freezing outside, or what? Like when would no, they freeze? No, like during like winter in Miami, which is like honestly, it's like six. But like but you can't. Water days. doesn't That's even freeze until thirty two like, degrees Celsius. How do they freeze in Miami? Or, <laughs> I don't know. They do though. I'm an idiot. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> they do. Uh, I meant Fahrenheit. <laughs> So freezing point of water is 32 degrees Fahrenheit, so it would have to be that colder. I mean, which it can get there, like in probably in Miami, like once a year, maybe mm-hmm. if that. I got to look more into it, but I know that All I know is just... I'd freak out if an iguana, like, fell. Fell from the tree, from, frozen? Yeah, like next to me or something. What if, like, one of his limbs breaks off? <laughs> I guess oh. it wakes up. Don't they grow back? Don't they back? grow back? Yeah. Like crap. Wow. Are they like lizards? They right. are lizards. So I'm making a list. So when CRISPR becomes a thing, I want some turtle DNA, whale DNA, <laughs> iguana <laughs> DNA. Yeah. I want all these things. So just be like yeah. death proof, which is a good movie. It's a Quentin Tarantino. I remember that one. I don't think I know that one. Uh, Planet Terror and Death Proof. You ever see the, the double feature? Did you see both of them? Uh-uh. It was sick. They had like a 70s. It was a seven because in the 70s, double features were popular at movie theaters where you'd have one. 
then you have a break, like an intermission, and then you'd have another movie. Hmm. So they actually did that like in the 2000s when I was in high school. What? Yeah, and so they basically, it was like, they had this movie, uh, Planet Terror, which was about alien invasion, Quentin Tarantino, so it was like bloody and gory and stuff, but almost to the point of comedy, right? Yeah. Um, and then you had like these previews for other fake movies. One was Machete that actually got made, but like then they had these other ones that were just hilarious, like horror movies. Mm-hmm. And then they had this movie called Death Proof with, um, uh, who was it? The dude from Overboard. Ah, I forget his name. Dang it. Oh, that, oh. You're older than us. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I yeah. guess I am. Anyway, we're, you're way off topic, but I uh, hope everyone enjoyed going down memory lane with us and <laughs> looking at the Mandela effect. Um, all, all types of stuff today. All types of stuff. I don't even know what I'm going to call this one. Um all types of stuff. All types. Okay. That's maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah, in parentheses, you know, other stuff. Um, but yeah, everyone, thanks for listening. Appreciate you guys. Uh, just so you're aware, we did, the website is technically live, even though it's very simple right now. Um, and we also have in Spotify, Apple, uh, wherever you listened or watch this, um, in the description, um, of the podcast, maybe not on YouTube yet, uh, but we have a link to support. If anyone would like to support the podcast, you can. And um, yeah, I think that was it as far as anything I had to say. So thanks everyone for joining us and we'll see you next time.